Are you the kind of person who deliberately sets their alarm early knowing that they'll hit snooze at least three times? Well, if you've grappled with something like this, then you're in good company. We're going to be talking about these kinds of insignificant social conventions, heartwarming stories from our past, and maybe even perform a live sketch or two. So grab your knitting needles, a blanket, and join me, Dion, under the covers, along with Christian... Welcome to Patchwork. ...and Josh... Welcome to Patchwork. Hello and thank you for joining us for Season 2 of Welcome to Patchwork. We are very glad to be in your ears once again. Now, before we get properly stuck into Season 2, I just wanted to start the uh, the patch with a little bit of an issue I've taken with you, Dion, mm. that's occurred in the last two hours. So, on our way to recording today, and as many of you will remember, we record at my mother's house in suburbia, Melbourne, and... I gave you a lift to the recording today, Dion. Mm-hmm. You did. You got into my car with filthy shoes and left an absolutely destructive path. Dion's just checking his shoes right now. You you left you left mud everywhere over my passenger car mat. There's no tread on my shoes. It's, it's not possible. It is possible Sorry, because it is possible to get stuff on your shoes without me, a tread. Excuse me, I left dirt on your on your what? On my car mat. Oh, and what are they for? The car mats? Ex- no, no, no. What are the car no, mats okay, for? Okay, so no, wait a They're second. They're for filth. <laughs> Before I got into Josh's car when he gave me a lift a couple of weeks ago and it had been raining, didn't oh, you I? Spent, he actually spent ages coming out from your house, Dion. So same path trod. Yep. He spent, I'd say, like a good 60, 70 seconds yep. doing a moonwalk shuffle trying to get dirt off if his shoes. If I would have noticed. Yep. In the rain. In the rain. So in if, the rain. So if I would have noticed that my feet were dirty, I probably would have um, cleaned them before walking into your car. What are you accusing me of, Christian? I, I'm just saying. Clean up your act, <laughs> because I, I'll also, I'll also, I've got another little issue to bring up. This is all again within the last two hours. We sat down at the dinner table just to do a little bit of preparation. Is this the Tim Tams? This is the Tim Tams. <laughs> I brought out in 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 a very generous manner. Yeah, I, great I host to provide. Tim Tams for the three of us, and you just tore the packet open with little regard for who would be consuming Tim Tams in the future. So the tearing of the packet, like the you packet- got like three or four biscuits deep okay, with let, that tear. Let's, let's, let's there was bre- no tray sliding yeah. involved. Let, let's break this down. All right, Tim Tams are eleven different biscuits. Okay, let's no, say biscuit. Eleven, eleven <laughs> of the same. Eleven of the. <laughs> let's start it again. Tim Tams are eleven of the same biscuits. Okay, you open that packet, and let's say between three people, you consume six of them. That brings you that- to over half of the packet. All right, what do you then do with the packet? After you've consumed those six, no, what happens with it? Does no, it get transferred to a wait jar, a you or had, do you retain that packet and but, keep them but in there But you had forever? no knowledge of how many Tim Tams we'd consume. Josh had let you know earlier that he was full. Mm-hmm. He'd eaten two full bagels <laughs> this morning. Yeah, and so that doesn't apply to desserts. People are always full, but they can always fit in dessert. No, when you're at someone else's house and they offer you something, I think you have to be very cautious of how you open the packaging. <laughs> Actually, you Christian, agree with this shit? You opened the packet terribly. You were awful you at opening the packet. It, you but, so what's it. the consequence of opening the packet okay, badly? The biscuits will go off, mate. Yeah. The biscuits that you're not eating so you that think, live in this you household. Think because yep. I open the packet an extra five centimetres that you reckon that they'll go that the they'll whole, be more likely the to go whole off. Point Such of a the processed tray, food. Yes. 
The whole point it of the tray? Be, the whole point of the tray is to lock in the freshness. All you need to do is open up the end, pull the tray out, slide it out. That's what, not the point of the, the tray. Why would they put them in a tray, mate? <laughs> What's the point of the tray then? Why, why not it, just throw them in a bag? Why isn't why isn't everything in a tray? Why isn't every bit of food in a tray? Why just Tim Tam? So every biscuit you've ever had That's in a tray? Right. And they're cheaper because you can't maintain the freshness like you can with the Tim, Tim Tam. Tim Tams aren't even that expensive. They're like two bucks. Tell my mum that. <laughs> Teddy bears don't have a tray. Yeah. How does that work, idiot? I guess they're... <laughs> so I guess they're presuming you're going to have a jar if you open up a packet of teddy bears. Correct. Correct. So what do you do when you've had half a packet of Tim Tam? Be honest with me. Okay. What do you, you do? You slide it back in your yeah. fully sealed yeah. cover because you haven't torn yeah. it open like a Neanderthal. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to post on social media the picture of this. Or have you got a photo already, Christian? Cause no, you, no. Because I noticed I just, you took was... a photo of the of your of your dirty car mats, the poor thing. Oh, did you see me take that photo? I oh, saw no, you I showed... show Josh the photo of the mats. Yeah. Yep. My question, though, your mats are uh, fabric mats. Yeah. Because I have rubber car mats. So I'm kind of more okay with, like, wet and dirt and stuff. Yeah, but irrespective of the type of car mat that you have, no one wants to have a dirty car mat. Yeah. It just... Uh, the the instant that you get into a car and see a dirty car mat, you associate the entire car with being dirty. Apart from get your act together, what 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 is the problem <laughs> that you have? That's... So I got into a car. Apparently, I had dirty shoes, even though I don't have a tread on my Apparently. shoes. Apparently. What is your issue? What? Sorry. No, surely, surely your issue is... If I get into the car, you point it out, and, and I'm like, "Oh no, f- fuck off! You can clean your own car." Surely that's an issue. It, but getting into a car with stuff on no, your shoes—it's it's just about the consideration. It's about taking that extra step before you get into the car of going, looking at your shoes, to and wa- going to, to wipe them on the welcome mat that's outside <laughs> your car. Where the fuck do you want me to wipe them? On the grass. There's no grass there. There's no grass across Australia. Show me that photo. <laughs> show me that photo. I will show you that. Christian, when photo. he cleaned his shoes, he did the gutter. He put his yep. um. What for a what's, walk. A, what's the hoof? Not a hoof. The hoof. The sorry, heel. sorry. You're saying Christian didn't dirty your no. car, even though he's got hoofs. <laughs> Look at that. So, Christian. Look at that. You I don't monster. Think... So, Christian, you've just passed me your phone. I'm looking at the mat now. That looks like very dry dirt. It looks like <laughs> dirt from like a mining site or something. How do you know that's mine? Because it wasn't there before you got in the car. That's you got in the car and then it was there. So, uh, D- Dion is obsessed with this thing that because I don't have a tread on his shoe. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's, there's no okay, dirt on let's it. Let's explain what what Dion's doing now. He's showing Josh the soles clean, of his shoes. The clean soles of his Not shoes. clean. There's a mark on that <laughs> one. There's a mark. There's a mark. <laughs> and do you know why they're clean now? Because you fucking clean them on my car, <laughs> yeah, mat. Didn't, didn't know that was coming, Christian. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah, yeah, Thanks, mate. Clean my fucking car, mat. <laughs> So recently I switched mobile network providers uh, and one of the things you have to do when you switch providers is you need to set up your voicemail again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I dialed into my voicemail and was ready to set it up and I had two thoughts ran through my head. The first one was, why am I setting up voicemail? I hate receiving voicemail message so much. <laughs> but the second competing thought was, I'm so good at recording voicemail <laughs> messages. Really? I have mastered it. I have mastered it. Years and years of recording voicemail messages. I've I've got the simplicity down. I've mastered it, but I hate receiving voicemail messages. Sorry. So are you good at calling someone and leaving a voicemail? Yes. Very good at doing that. Very That's articulate. That's not a skill. Or good at leaving messages no, on a message no, machine. Some people don't leave voice messages because they're crap at it. They're really, really bad. About, that's not the reason people don't leave them. They don't get to the voicemail and go, oh, I'm actually really bad at this. Or everyone, maybe I'll send a text message instead. But not everyone enjoys being on the phone and the, taking phone calling? calls. 
this yeah, is so exactly. weird. You're what? making out like this is huge. It's like, no, it's like a 12-second message that you're so, recording. So, so, no one has an aversion to leaving it because they're not good at it or their skill is poor. So my girlfriend hates leaving voicemail messages. That's not, That makes no sense. It. it makes no Why? sense, Why? Though. Because she doesn't, she doesn't know what to say. She doesn't like thinking on the spot. Oh, my God. What thinking do you mean? What, what, happen- gonna- what happens if the person picks up? Yes. Does she know what to say then? Yes. yes, but she doesn't like being put on the spot and By recording a, a message <laughs> that can ultimately be potentially used on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said you were really good at recording a voicemail message, oh, as well, in for yourself. Jeez, I'm so glad I said that after this barrage that I've received. <laughs> what, 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 a, what a great thing. Hang I on. I'll be the first to admit it takes me maybe four or five attempts to get my voicemail message I right. I go a few. But I see the thing with mine is that the initial greeting is what I struggle with. So it's always like, hey, I'm Josh. And it's like, no, it's too much, too much. It's like, hey, it's Josh. Like, it's, I struggle yeah, so getting d- that welcome bit correct. So, Dion, help us out here. What are the elements that you need in a voicemail message to to be to to convey effectively what you want to convey to be on your level, mate. Yeah, I feel like voicemail has come a long way, and the biggest problem <laughs> I, the, the biggest <laughs> from when Alexander Graham Bell. The, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest problem I have with it is that because we have messaging apps now, you can send people voice messages without needing to send them voicemail. Oh, yeah. yep. So mm. no longer. Do you also need to greet the caller? Previously, you needed to greet the caller and say, hi, this is... You know who you're calling. You know who the caller is. you got caller ID. Do you know what I really hate is when they say, hi, sorry I couldn't make it to the phone. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Which is why... I know you couldn't make it to the phone. Which is why my voicemail message is very, very simple. And I've condensed it and mastered it down into something very simple. It's not very interesting. If yours is so good... Yep. Then play it for us. Like, show us what it is that makes your voice message brilliant. No, no, no. I want to set the stand at the end. I want you <laughs> to play yours first, and then you'll hear the master at work I, at the end. I can't even remember what mine sounds like, to be honest. Well, I want you to All play right. it. Go Fine. on, dial your voicemail. Your greeting is... Hi, you've reached Christian Dizzazali. Sorry I couldn't answer your call. If you'd like to leave me a detailed message and a number, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thanks. A detailed message. Superfluous. So much superfluous information in there. But that to me is the bog standard. That's what you're expecting it from is. a voicemail and that's what you get. Yep. yep. Standard guy, average guy, so- average voicemail. <laughs> yep. Um, before we go and play Josh's, could I... I, th- I feel like to give mine context, I my mum, hers is like this takes pride of place above everything else in her life. It needs to be the same, the same intonation. She's very specific <laughs> about how her voicemail sounds. Can't wait. And I can almost recite it back just from memory <laughs> now. It'll sound something like, and, and, and listen to my intonation, and I'll play hers afterwards. It goes, hi, sorry I can't come to the phone at the moment, but if you leave your name and telephone number, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. <laughs> so this is my mum's message. Ma, I said don't answer the phone. <laughs> Remember? I messaged you like an hour ago and said, don't answer the phone, we're doing a bit for patchwork. <laughs> so, let's try this one again. Okay, bye. <laughs> That's great. 
That was the okay. longest phone call I've ever heard when nothing was said. <laughs> okay, let's try again. All right. Thank you for calling. I'm not available to take your call right now, but just leave your name and number and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. <laughs> very accurate. Yeah, it's very you. accurate. It was, it was uh, great. Josh. My voicemail. Yeah. Now, I, I would like to just stick with Christians for a moment. I feel he hit all the correct notes that were required. Mm. But the thing is that I'm starting to realize is that, yeah, everyone knows that's what should be in a voicemail. I know. Yes. I know. Thank so, you. you kind of already get it. So, mine is not as long as Christians from memory, but I kind of like to get in, get out, give some instruction, porters out. Yep. <laughs> What is that? It's not a thing. I uh, please say that in your voice message. <laughs> <laughs> your greeting is. Hey, you've reached Josh. Uh, leave me a message if you wish. It may be easier just to send me a text message. If you... To play, press. It's, it's, if I if I How is if it I reached you by phone for a job interview or something, and I heard that. That's all right. I'll That's not go... happening anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, safe on that front, mate. Sorry about that. I would have zero faith in you. Leave me a message if you wish. Yeah, because the whole thing is voicemail is a dying thing. We don't need it anymore. What happened to get in, porter out? Mate, I've got out. <laughs> I got out. I said, leave me a message if you wish. Otherwise, send me a text message like a normal human being. Because inevitably, the thing that happens is, hey, like my mum does this, yeah. hi, it's your mum, yeah. call me back. I was going to do that anyway because I had a missed call. Yep. What If there's a number that I, particularly from a friend that I know, if it's a missed call, I'm going to call them back. Okay. It's a waste of time. It's Leave me a voicemail message is a waste of time. Now, obviously, we've left the best to last. Oh, great. This is really not a big deal, but it's just, it's, I think it summarizes it beautifully, let's be honest. <laughs> Your personal greeting is... Hi, you've called Dion. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you. Thanks. That's it. Yeah. No, I'm with Dion. That's that's oh, well, that is perfect. I was not expecting this. Thank you but so much. That is no, fantastic. I like mine better. It was succinct. I got the point. He didn't linger. It was it was great. Uh, strength of voice. No, you so see, you know yeah. my problem. You, you, Dion, you complain, complain, complain about oh voicemail. I hate listening to voicemail. Voicemail is terrible. Yep. You in no way discourage people from leaving a voicemail. I totally agree. Which Thank is you so why much. today. I will be recording a new voicemail message. See, the thing with mine is that I'm trying to push people away from an old technology. I'm saying, don't leave me a voicemail. Leave it if you wish. Yeah, but you sound like but an otherwise... asshole doing it. <laughs> Good. Fucking make them learn. It's just, fl- it's just flaky. It's, it's a flaky, flaky voice message. Flaky? It's yeah. Flaky. It's like send me a text message like any reasonable, rational human being would, Even you the way idiot. you say <laughs> if, if you wish. It's just like, oh, well. Oh, if you want to leave a, a voice a, message, yeah. you can. <laughs> you can. Do it, you cannot do it. The thing I mainly see voicemail for, though, is for businesses and numbers you don't know. So they're the ones that it makes sense of this strange number calling you and leaving a message. That to me makes sense. But I always get really nervous when I'm listening to a voice message that I'm getting the number right. I'm like, oh, quick, get it right, get it right. And I always have a second listen, despite the fact I don't think I've ever got the number wrong when I've dictated it down. (laughs) But I'm always like, a weird thing to be proud of. But I was like, don't don't delete it yet. Have another listen. Have another listen. Hang on, that's a weird thing to be proud of. Is that what you just said, Dion? Hang on. I just received high praise from you, which is very, very rare and for my now voicemail messages. I'm pulling the rug from beneath you. And it's filthy.
And now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Just like fingerprints, everyone has a unique tongue print. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. This is my first confession. Your first confession? Yes. Thank you for coming, my son. Tell me, what are your sins? I was at the supermarket and I put my food on the conveyor belt and I didn't use the divider. Oh, my son. My child. <laughs> my lamb. I'm sorry. I didn't buy any lamb. <laughs> Some would argue a divider is not needed if you made eye contact with the lady behind the checkout. I didn't know eye contact was made. I just dumped them on the conveyor belt and then... Just to dump and run. <laughs> I didn't run. Was there any kind of recognition that yours was separate from the lady in front of you? I left a gap of at least four inches. Ah, a gap. <laughs> that is semi-acceptable, my child. Oh, okay. My son, your penance for this sin is to take all... The four cents off per litre vouchers you have accumulated in your room and donate them to the church. Uh, Yes, Father, I can do that. Now be gone. Thank you, Father. I have many of those. I don't use an everyday rewards card. I know, me neither. I feel much better. Thank you, thank you. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry, I'll just squeeze through here. Thank you. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. This is my first confession. Ah, another first confession. Well, let's pop your cherry, shall we? <laughs> Tell me your sins, my son. Um, I was at a house party and I grabbed a beer, thinking it was a communal beer, and it belonged to someone at the party. Oh, my son. How horrible. Yeah. May I ask, my son, where was the alcohol placed? The alcohol was placed on top of a washing machine. Oh. And um and the bottle was screw cap. That that does sound like a communal beer. That's what I thought. If if it's a it's a very famous proverb <coughs> that goes if you're bringing beer to a house party hide it. <laughs> Your penance, my son, yes, is to host a house party and tell your friends they can bring whoever they like. <laughs> now be gone. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. As I was getting dressed for work the other day, I realized that I have very set routines for a lot of things in my life. And one of those things is putting on socks and shoes. And so I was sitting at my chair and I realized, hey, I do this the exact same way every time where I cross, I get the one sock, I lift up my foot, brush the dirt off it, pull on the sock, 
brush the dirt off the other one, pull on the other sock and then do the shoes. And then I realized, yeah, I do that. The way I brush my teeth is exactly the same rhythm and pattern every time. I like stick in the same corner, start in the same <laughs> spot. The way I lather soap on my body, the shower is the really? same every time. Yeah, it's like down the arm, down the arm, under the arm, under the arm, on the body. Can wow. I do the Can I? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can I ask as well, in the shower, yeah. do you follow the same routine at Overall, will you get in? Yeah. yeah. Uh, start with just a general lather. So, shampoo first, then another shampoo after that. Then you put the conditioner in. Then you lather up. Leave the conditioner in. Don't wash that out yet. Let what? that soak into the hair. You're not a long-haired woman anymore. You don't <laughs> need two shampoo rounds and oh, I conditioner. Do. I do. What do you mean you don't need conditioner? Do you, do you what is this? I feel like a lot of men don't use conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they not? So, do you use conditioner, Christian? Rarely. Really? Rarely. Why is this a hangover from my hair? What does conditioner My heady days. Do you have any idea what conditioner does? It makes your hair shiny and nice and clean. And yours looks shiny, nice and clean now? Oh. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Uh, Well, I haven't washed it for a couple of days. The the effect of conditioner is very clear when I use it on my hair. To whom? Does it make it more voluminous? (laughs) Voluminous. Uh, Is that the idea of conditioner? It's uh, some of them. If you buy them, it's all these different things. The funny thing I find with conditioner is that in my girl, my girlfriend's shampoo and conditioner, I struggle to work out what is what because the smallest print on the entire packaging is the word shampoo. <laughs> it's got the name, what it does, all this yeah. other stuff. Shampoo. How how does a two in one shampoo conditioner work? <laughs> And why aren't all shampoo conditioners be two in one? But I'm shocked that neither of you regularly use conditioner. It is a complete part of my showering routine. Christian, do you find it more interesting that Josh shampoos twice or uses conditioner? Uh, It's definitely the the twice shampoo. But I've I've spoken about people... I've spoken about... (laughs) Behind their back, you shampoo too much. (laughs) I've spoken to people about shampooing twice and, and people say it's a thing. And Dion, you and I, we're missing out. We're not doing it. <laughs> Some people think that you don't even need to shampoo your hair. There's these uh, movements where yeah. my girlfriend Isn't that just to grow dreadlocks. So my girlfriend went through this phase of washing her hair with a raw egg. What? And it was interesting because the other what day, the other about? day we were reflecting on it. Christian is giving me you're this death the, stare at the you're moment. You're using the word "wash" incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> Scrambled up her hair. Um, but yeah, she was like, she was like the other day. She was like, "Oh, remember when I used to wash my hair with an egg?" Didn't wash and it. I was, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's, God, you put up with a bit, didn't you? <laughs> yep. Yeah, absolutely. What was the reasoning behind that? Was it um, some health kick thing that she read somewhere? I think that she didn't like the idea of putting in sort of these artificial ingredients yeah, right. in mm. her hair. So why not use an egg? <laughs> but had she had she read somewhere that an egg would work, or would she just put it in her hair and go, "No, nah, an egg will work"? <laughs> no, she did. She had read that an egg would work, and I never forget that she would go into the bathroom with an egg in her hand. <laughs> she'd crack it on the side of the bath, <laughs> and she'd crack it over her head. Did you what? do two, two eggs or just one? Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> it's the old two egg yeah. shampoo. <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah. You should have heard what she used for conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of routines, the other day I realized that I use an electric toothbrush, but I use it in the motion of a normal manual yeah. toothbrush. I see people do that. Yeah. It completely defeats the purpose. So, so I go back and forth, back and forth. And the other day I hit my lips so hard. Now I have an ulcer on my lip. So I've learnt my lesson. Unbelievable. See that hand motion that you just made. 
about brushing your teeth, yep. I had my world flip turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dion. You don't understand that reference. Pop culture reference. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Um, I just finished having my teeth cleaned at the dentist and the dentist said to me, oh, it looks like you're brushing quite hard against your gums and it's actually causing them to... To stress. Re- well, to recede a little bit. Oh, no. Receding and, and, gum and line. Said, yeah. But she said... <laughs> you have to sort of part your teeth over the gum line. <laughs> Widow's peak gum line. <laughs> but she said to me, she's like, show me how you brush your teeth. And I was like, oh, this would be an easy test to pass. So oh. I brushed my teeth a bit and she was like, all wrong. <laughs> You're getting it all wrong. Your technique is wrong. My te- yeah. technique was wrong. I was really just kind of that back and forward kind of motion. And she said, what you need to do is actually brush in a circular motion and very gently. And, I, and, and it just completely, I said, how is it that I've been doing something for 30 years and I've been getting it all well, wrong? Have you, how often do you brush your teeth in front of other people? That's the thing. Yeah. But now it's just brought this new dynamic to everything. I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, what else have I been doing for 30 years that I've been getting wrong? And it leads me on. And I'm sorry, (laughs) Dion, but you made an amazing comment the other day where you said- It wasn't a comment. It was a confession. (laughs) The confession was that after 31 years- Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. You're going to be the one to say it, Christian. After 31 years, you finally learned how to wipe your bottom properly. (laughs) Now, in my defence, um, when I was younger, like I presume both of you... That Lena normally did it for you. Lena <laughs> the cleaner. Um, uh, like both of you, you would have been taught when you went to the toilet, like when was the right time to go to the to- toilet, but not how you went to the toilet. So it's it's not a technique that you necessarily just pick up and sometimes you need the input of your friends if they're having similar issues to you to help you with something like this. Well, I guess it's like I was saying with you, Christian, with brushing your teeth, it's a very solitary experience. So similar to yeah. being on the toilet, like... It's- well, not in my family. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like, you know, if you have someone sitting in your car when you're parallel parking or something, they go, hey, you really crap at that, maybe try this. It's like when you're at the toilet wiping your ass, you're not one of your friends. Maybe girls are different. They always go to the bathroom together, don't they? Yeah. Maybe all girls wipe their asses really well. <laughs> Also makes you Please think- leave a comment on our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> with pictures. Um, it also makes you think how many people struggle with this stuff. So is this- One, the- Dion. This- no, 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 Josh. I'm with Dion. Yeah, I struggled what? as well. And I think to myself now every day, what am I doing yep. wrong? Okay, well, maybe I'm the Lone Ranger because I feel like it's a lifetime thing of me refining my technique of every time it's not great. I'll oh, change this next time, change this next time. I've worked it out after 30 years. I'm very happy with my process. One thing you haven't worked out after 30 30 years and something that you mentioned the other day was I asked you how your day was and you said oh yeah it was really good I um I made a new dinner and I didn't and I didn't understand that sentence I was like what do you that mean what do you, what do you mean you made a new dinner and Christian he's like, looks perplexed as well it was a strange turn of phrase I didn't quite know what he meant that makes he, no sense it's like I made a new dinner did yes, you try does. a new recipe did yeah. you just cook dinner and I made something interesting no, it's a new rest. It's a, something that I've never cooked before. What was it? Uh, it was like chicken and uh, risotto and capsicum. It's very straightforward. Um, and what's your relationship like with cooking? It's very difficult. It's a difficult process that Why? I hate. Why? Is it something you've I... been doing incorrectly for 31 years? <laughs> no, I think you're correct about it. You just got to no, wipe your is... chicken. <laughs> 
No, it is a something I'm the kind of person that eats food for sustenance and energy. I don't get a lot out of eating food. Unbelievable. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, this is delicious. Taste this. It's so incredible. So this is true. And I experienced this when Josh and I went to Vietnam, tasting all the beautiful flavors of Vietnam. It was nice. And the best I got out of Josh was... Yeah, it's good. It was nice. Yeah, it's it. It's it. It's good. All these beautiful flavors went oh. to this beautiful restaurant. And towards what, so I meant to artificially go, oh my God, that's incredible. No, oh, that's no amazing. It, it's not meant to be artificial. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's, right. it's, it's, it's meant to be amazing. It's meant to be this, wow, what an interesting experience I'm having. These flavors are so different from any other flavor I've ever had at I home. I like the flavors. They were delicious flavors. But there's this yeah, weird resistance to you acknowledging that something tastes good from no, something that not. tastes sort of ordinary. There is no resistance. Yes, there I is. Said, yeah, it was nice food. I, can I, is it not unreasonable that I don't get huge amounts of enjoyment from tasting food? Would you ever consider eating as a leisure activity? No, definitely oh, not. That's weird. It's so strange, Josh. Why is that? Because a leisure activity? Who are you, fucking Caligula? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying back. Oh, yeah. Yes, but yes, I am. <laughs> because that is leisure time. And if someone feeds leisure you the food, time. that's even more leisureful. Yeah, it's one of life's beautiful things. I, I guess it's a, that's a, a, do you like, you don't like spending money on food, I'm assuming? It's not about, it's not a money thing. It's just that like food to me is to do with keeping me going and like, cool, oh, great, I have to eat again. Oh. That's what you think when you need to eat. Yeah, because cooking yeah. is a hassle, especially for one person. It is so much effort. But it's like over an out? hour. That doesn't cover eating out. Yeah, eating out. Just, that's the money side of it. It's lose lose. It's time or money. It's win win for me every day of the week. I love eating. I honestly, when I wake up in the morning, I look forward. You can't to, wait to eat. I, can't, I, I honestly can't wait. I can't wait to have breakfast, lunch, Bad and dinner. But you eat really well. This afternoon we got here and you made scrambled eggs, possibly like I've never seen scrambled eggs made before. It was gorgeous. Dude could take his eyes off them. And then and then it was um. What'd you have? Basil, spinach. Yeah, yeah. I made like a little caprese next to it. Oh, oh my wow. god. Oh wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Caprese. What's a caprese? It's a salad with mozzarella. A oh, well, buffalo mozzarella. Buffalo. buffalo. <laughs> nah, that one you don't get. It's buffalo, mate. It's buffalo. Mummy, mummy, what's that thing on four legs? It's a buffalo, son. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the thing on three legs? Tonight's dinner. <laughs> um, it's it's buffalo mozzarella uh, or bocconcini. A bocconcini, yeah. if you like. A uh, tomato. But do you think... Basil. Pa- sorry. Finish off the recipe, let everyone at home make it for Olive themselves. Olive oil, yeah. balsamic vinegar. It's delicious. It doesn't have to have balsamic vinegar, but you have a little bit of salt on top, a little bit of pepper. Do you think that's part of your upbringing, though? You were raised to have a love of food, Christian. No, no, I think it's part of my biology is that I have a palate. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's not part of your upbringing, Josh? Food was was not a like, uh, like we ate food every day. <laughs> Unbelievable. No, but like it wasn't like this grand event. Like there was no love of cooking or, or love of food that was instilled in us as kids. Who cooked in your family? Dad did most of the cooking. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's amazing. My dad only made two things. He only knew how to make- Me and eight. my sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he only knew how to make a asparagus omelette. At a buffalo. <laughs> So one routine that I've always wanted to get out of that I'm very entrenched in mm. is 
the fact that I set my alarm for 6.30 every morning with the intention of waking yeah. up at 7.15. The snooze. The snooze. The extra snooze. Ah. I snooze for 45 minutes and it's been like that yeah. since I was 16, I'll say. It's so dumb. But there's something, there's something oddly alluring about waking up and knowing that you have that little bit of extra sleep left in the tank. It's because, and I stand by this, one of the best feelings in the world is rolling over and going back to sleep. Yep. It feels so good. Yep. So, I yep. have so much trouble doing that. It's You're missing so, out on know, such a good experience. I know, I know. Do you know what I blame it on, though? Not being able to get back to sleep? My eyelids. I have eyelids that resemble Venetian blinds. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you don't close them. With the cords <laughs> on either side. <laughs> yeah. And they let in so much light. I hate Venetian blinds. That, and actually, I can blame you and your family for Venetian blinds, <laughs> given, their, given their derivative, because... Yeah, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they let in so much light. And I, I have a mask that I wear, but once I put on the mask, it's game over. You wear a mask to bed. I wear a mask and normally... An earplug. Do you, oh my god. Do you wear pajamas as well? I wear uh depends. <laughs> what? what sorry, you, that's a normal thing. Sorry, do I wear sleeping clothes for sleeping? Yeah. Uh that is such listen oh, to look you. Look at this <laughs> sleeping clothes for sleeping. He's about to say I sleep naked every night. I do sleep naked every night. <laughs> we don't all have the, beautiful that's bodies. That was, that's not the point that I was going to make. The point I was gonna make is pajamas, like do you go out and specifically buy pajamas <laughs> no, to sleep I don't. in? I don't. I've just an old t-shirt and a Thank pair of boxer shorts. So I don't do that either. My mum does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Do you have? Um, I've got pajamas? heaps of pajamas. Heaps. Why? That are specific. They're comfortable. Would They're you not wear them out of the house? What? I've only worn them out of house is if like it's late at night. I'm driving to my girlfriend's place and I'm just <gasps> ducking over to go to bed over there. What would be so bad about just wearing underpants and a t-shirt? There's nothing bad about it, but like get a nice comfortable pair of things that when you wake up in the morning, you can wander around the house and it's completely fine. Do you go naked when you drive to your girlfriend's house? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do you find you have a routine of how your body is when you sleep? Because I find I have different ways. Like I have like three positions in my bed that I sleep to and I've got one on the left, one on the right. And then when I'm in the middle on my back, it's this weird thing where I cross my arms and I tuck my... Hands under my armpits. You look like a vampire. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Christian, what do you reckon our midweek social media post is going to be? I think it's going to be a picture of Josh looking like a vampire. <laughs> do you guys have particular ways you sleep? Or? I just sleep on my stomach with my head what? turned to the left. That's weirder than me. It's really weird. And you'd think it would cause me heaps and heaps of neck issues. Yeah. And you'd be right. <laughs> you know what? I would do anything to be able to sleep. Lay on my back and fall asleep. You know I don't you reckon need? I've ever done it. You know what? Yeah. You need you need like a masseuse's table that you can sleep on, <laughs> so your face could just press through underneath. <laughs> That's true. And then some armholes as well, <laughs> <laughs> just straight through the mattress. <laughs> do you guys have a routine for clipping your fingernails and your toenails? <laughs> no, like, I do don't you, do it. Do you do it in? You well, what? I, I don't clip. Th- you clip them. I don't clip your nails. <laughs> Um, what do you mean you don't I, do that? I just use my teeth. On your on your feet? On your toe, on <laughs> oh, your toenails? No, I just pick it. So That would be such a funny thing to walk in on. Josh <laughs> gnawing away at his feet. No, I pick up my toenails with my fingernails and I do my fingernails with my teeth. And that what do you do is- your teeth with? <laughs> That is unbelievable, yeah, Josh. It is. it is. We are learning some amazing things about Why is that today? unbelievable? Yeah. Because they make a product that is relatively inexpensive that takes all the hard work out there you of go. it. Relatively. <laughs> um, Christian, what do you do? Uh, nail clippers. Do you know my housemate? 
I reckon he'd clip his fingernails probably every five to six days. What? And is there anything that sounds <laughs> anything like clipping of fingernails? It's the same. It's always... <laughs> That's what sounds similar. And it's the rhythm as well. You go... It's uneven rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> that was Josh flicking a pen lid. So, as a kid, my mum used to cut my nails with a little pair of scissors, and I'm really trying to recall the <laughs> little first pair time. Of <laughs> little, little. Sounds like the start of a nursery rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> we lived little. in a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was always very nervous about cutting my nails. And I think mm. it's another thing like wiping your bottom, cutting your nails. It's something that's not talked about. There's, I don't know if there's proper methodology for these things, if there's best practice. Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Do you know what's really good? A respectful smoker. Really good. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? Seeing someone still using a gift that you bought for them years before. Yeah, really, really, good. Good. really good. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? When the car stereo comes on automatically at an appropriate volume. Really, really good. good. Really good. That's really really good. good. Do you know what's really good? When you feel like you're getting sick and the sickness subsides after a long sleep. <laughs> really good. Really, really good. good. Really good. You know what's really good? A gentleman's agreement. <laughs> really good. Really, really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? When you get a piece of food out of your teeth using just your tongue. Really good. Really good. Really, really Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. We hope you enjoy the first patch of our second season. Please make sure you subscribe to us on your podcast app so that you're notified every time a new episode comes out. And please also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for hilarious postings. If you'd like to check out some other wonderful podcasts, we encourage you to go to earbudsnetwork.com for all your podcast needs. Christian, what did you sew into your patch this week? Dion? This week, I sewed into my patch, you sleeping face down on bed sheets covered head to toe in mud. <laughs> Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week was Dion wiping his ass with a light bulb going off over his head. <laughs> and Dion, what patch did you sew into the quilt this week? I sewed into my patch this week, a buffalo brushing his teeth aggressively with some grass. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. I have been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Sorry I can't come to the phone at the moment, but if you leave your name and telephone number, I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you.